Good day, gentle listeners. You've got Jake Rice here, the person behind Monster Bureau. And I wanted to let you know I'm trying out experimenting with some new stuff. So in between the broadcast episodes of Monster Bureau, I'm going to record these little monster mini episodes, just like a monster profile. In some of the Monster Bureau um, episodes, you might have heard me go into detail, like a zoological report for dogmen, for example. Well, I wanted to continue that and do that with some other monsters that may not end up getting a full episode. So I hope you like it. Again, it's just me giving you a little something-something until the uh, official broadcast episodes come out. Um, just something you can listen to until then. And let me know what you think. If, you, if you're like, nah, that's okay, just stick to the broadcast episodes, I shall do that then. All right, so take care. And let's get into the Monster Bulletin. Good day, gentle listeners. We've got a news bulletin coming in about monstrous activity. In this case, it's ghouls or as I like to call them, despicable corpse eaters. Let's find out more. So ghouls don't lurk in graveyards anymore. Nowadays, they live and work in cities. They've got jobs that put them close to freshly dead bodies. So looking at their background a bit more, what we as Westerners know about ghouls, came from the French translation of 1001 Nights by Antoine Galland. Ghouls were thought to be demons that fed on the living and dead, but had kleptomaniac tendencies too. They had a thing for gold coins and kids. Kids because they're tasty. Gold coins because they're shiny. Ghouls have a lot of variations over the past thousand years. And some of them include insane jinns from the Middle East, demons, undead, like zombies, body-stealing green mists, the mindless monsters that you saw in the Descent movies, and possessed corpses. And there's more versions out there. But let me be clear about one thing. Ghouls are not zombies. Ghouls eat rotting flesh, not living flesh. Ghouls are also alive, and they age, just like you and I do. And they come in two major varieties, and I'll call an ish version. First off, there's the human ghouls. And this variant is like you and me, but, you know, they eat rotting flesh. And they get married, have little flesh eaters, get a job, live in the suburbs, and they usually reek of rot and dirt. And luckily, you know, some Febreze can cover that up. Anyway, they do have some clues that give away their nature. First, their hands seem big for their bodies. They also have thick fingernails and well-developed forearms, shoulders, and back muscles. And that's because they can shovel dirt by hand or burrow through the ground to a fresh grave. And there's a couple more characteristics to watch out for. Ghouls have yellow, orange, or red tint to their eyes because they can see in the dark. People tend to get sick when a ghoul moves in because they carry disease from eating all the dead bodies. 
And at the end of the day, you can kill a human ghoul just like a normal person. Next up, what we're going to call demonic ghouls. And these buggers have the same attributes as the human versions, but their appearance is quite different. These ghouls have shimmering obsidian skin, pointed ears, glowing red eyes, and razor-sharp nails. They also have a faster healing factor. But demonic variants have a weakness that human versions don't. They can't stand sunlight. During the day, they burrow into the ground and only come out at night. Sunlight won't kill them like a vampire, but they can't see during the day. You can see how this can make people think they're vampires, though. Now they've got some special abilities, and it helps them escape notice. They can shapeshift. It's limited in scope, and they can't just change at will. For it to work, they consume a living person and take on their form. So, while they need to eat rotting flesh to live, they can eat a living person to take their form. So as you can imagine, it helps the ghoul get out of trouble once the locals realize there's something in the graveyard or forest. The ghoul waits for its chance, eats a search and rescue member, assumes their form, and skedaddles out of town. In other cases, they devour the director of the local funeral home, and then it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. Crafty buggers, eh? Now for the ish version. This one doesn't get as much attention as the other two, and that's vampire-powered ghouls. And these are the human slaves of these bloodsuckers. The vamp feeds its blood to a human, and this puts the human under the vamp's control. That ghoul gets some vampiric powers like some speed, strength, and rapid healing, even more so than they naturally have. And if the human doesn't continue to feed on the vamp, they'll just go back to being normal. But the blood withdrawals are a bitch. Oh, and vampire ghouls don't eat rotting flesh. They only survive on their master's blood. Now for food sources. Rotting human flesh is the ribeye of the ghoul world. Nothing beats a freshly dead person. A few maggots and some bloating won't bother them much. It's why we have Worcestershire sauce, right? And in a pinch, a living person will too. Well, they won't attack and start chewing on you. You have to be dead first. So that means a starving ghoul will stalk hiking trails, lonely roadways, rail lines, back alleyways, waiting. Because eventually some drunk or druggie or runaway or another unfortunate soul will come by. And then the ghoul will smash them in the head with a bat brick or something else to kill them quickly. Brains are for zombies. The ghouls want thigh meat. So where do they live? Well, they're pretty smart, and they know cemeteries don't have the best meat anymore, really. All that embalming fluid is bad for your digestive system. Nowadays, ghouls use their jobs to find food. That means they can be a mortician, EMT, cemetery ground worker, firefighter, police officer, homicide detective, or any other profession that has access to the freshly dead. Every big city has ample opportunity for feeding and for leaving. You've got major highways, airports, train lines for escape. Plus, cities offer more anonymity 
No one wants to know their neighbors in New York City, after all. It also means they tend to roam cities over the countryside, unless you're a demonic ghoul. They like places with lower population densities. Some place they don't have to worry about witnesses. Plus, the rural areas let you hunt for food along those lonely highways. So today, unlike any other monsters, ghouls are thriving. Just think about it. Modern society has more victims of violence, drugs, and just dumb accidents. We've become less social with one another, and we don't care as much about our fellow human, and God forbid our neighbors. And that's ideal for ghouls. This creates a steady stream of food. They just have to hang out around a cemetery, funeral home, morgue, or homeless camp in a city. Eventually, a meal will fall right into its lap. I don't see ghouls becoming a threat to our population. They're human carrion feeders, not alpha predators. Plus, they keep to themselves. However, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more roaming our streets than you think. So bring your mace on your next nighttime jog, okay? Thanks for listening to this mini episode about ghouls, despicable corpse eaters. If you like Monster Bureau, please subscribe, share on the socials, tell your family and friends about it, and leave a comment and let me know how I'm doing, okay? Uh, I'll be back in about a week's time with the next episode of Monster Bureau. If you like ghost stories, check out my other podcast, Ghostly Activities. It's all about fun ghost hunting tips, my personal encounters, and other spooky stuff. So with that, gentle listeners, take care and be on the lookout for monsters. <laughs>